Podcast. You are simultaneously a part of the oneness, a part of the allness, a part of God, a part of the divine, part of source, whatever you want to call it. You are simultaneously an equal part of that oneness and a unique expression. Right, the image that always comes to mind when I explain this is the puzzle, right? the jigsaw puzzle. You are one of those individual pieces that is a part of the allness, the oneness, right? an equal part, but you have your little unique individual outline. This is the belief I encourage you to go deeper into. And there are many ways that we can apply this. But the one I really want to highlight is helping you to remember whenever we are trying to be something that we're not, we are stopping this uniqueness from coming through. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Good morning, evening, afternoon, magical beings. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to another solo sode here of Cosmic Love Antenna. Welcome, uh, Darlene and Michael. I see you in the Facebook chat. Welcome to the to a deep conversation today that I feel very inspired to share from my heart to yours. And I know there's going to be some deep truths expressed today. It's going to expand your day. But before I get into all that, I just want to welcome the new people that are listening either on the podcast or if you're joining me live today. Remember that if you want to engage with me live, please add your comments, your questions as I flow through this topic today, which I'll get to in a second. And if you're listening on the podcast, please share this out with a friend, a family member, a lover that you feel this could support and help. And if you have feedback, any comments as usual, please head over to Apple and Spotify, leave it over there so I can build these episodes just for you. So with all that, what are we what are we talking about today? What am I inspired to share with you to help you pull back the layers restricting your health alignment and love as always here on the show? Well, today's theme is beliefs, beliefs slash stories. Let's just call it beliefs that changed my world. And what I mean by that is I'm going to explain why this is important here, what I mean by beliefs. The beliefs that are currently inside of you, either consciously or unconsciously for most of us, they create your world, right? An example of this is the belief of I am worthy or I am enough or I am valuable. That creates the world that you exist within. If that is a belief that you hold, you make choices from that belief. If you have a belief that you feel that your higher power is God, is source, is the divine, is love, that creates your reality, right? It's a very simple explanation for what a belief is. Something else that a belief is, is that it's also 
innately, inherently closed. When you are in a belief system, you're in a closed system. And while this is supportive in many ways, it's also detrimental, especially if we hold a negative belief. So what I'm going to get at today, what I'm going to share with all of you tuning in, are stories and beliefs that I have identified in my story, my experience, both negative and positive, that have impacted my world with the intention today to help you maybe relate, help you maybe see for the first time whether this is one of your belief systems that you hold and not just see it, but question it. Meaning, is that belief system supporting you, creating a life that you deserve, or is it limiting you? Is it leading to a lot of separation, fear, possibly even disease? So that is what we're going to get into today. And I'm going to be sprinkling sprinkling in some of my own experiences and stories along the way in which these beliefs, these stories were generated from. Because often, and this is the other important point here before I get into some examples, most of these beliefs that we hold, they did not come from us. I think the, the average quote now is that we are thinking between 60,000 to 100,000 thoughts a day that usually are within a belief system. And most of those thoughts, most of those beliefs are negative. So negative, and I would assert from the external world, right? From our friends, family, religions, culture, government, media, etc. So this is really why it's important to bring awareness to these beliefs that are creating a reality. Okay, let's get into it. Welcome, Trin. I see you there. And everyone that's joining in the Facebook group, again, if you have comments, questions that pop up for you today that resonate with this topic, add them in and I'd love to add your voice. Okay, so first belief that really changed my world, both as a little boy, teenager, and now as a man, was the belief that I must become, I must be that which I want to see. I must become or I must be that which I want to see. And this belief is very far-reaching, as most of these will be, but I'm going to add a context here to make it very relatable in which I use this belief system. And this is really a positive one that we can all start to encompass and bring into our lives, in my opinion. So this story, this belief, I use in my relationships, both my intimate romantic ones, my friendships, and my family dynamics. And what is this referring to? Let's use the example of, let's say that I've just recently started a romantic partnership with someone. And in that romantic partnership, let's say that I have the desire for that person to open their heart. I have the desire for that person to share some of their deeper feelings with me. I have the desire for that person to maybe bring down some of their heart walls so I can connect deeper to them. 
one of the ways I can change that and accomplish that is by obviously asking them to do so. Maybe even by forcing, pushing, maybe being a bit overbearing. I know I've done that in my relationships. That's one way. But the most effective way to do this, to support that person changing and to reach the desire that I want to have accomplished is to what? Be what I want to see. So in that example, in that relationship, what I can do, if I want that partner, that person to bring down their heart walls, to open their heart, to share with me some deeper feelings and emotions, I can be that example. I can step forward with the intention of desiring them to expand their heart space by doing it first, by showing them the example of what it looks like to bring down my heart walls, by showing them the example of what it looks like to express my feelings and emotions. Now, I am the thing that I want to see. And in 99% of the cases, and I've seen this in my relationships, when we stand strong in the truth that we wish to see, that person is inspired to do the same. Right? Because most of us don't know how to do these things. Most of us don't know how to do the thing that we are wishing for them to do. So what is the best way to show them? Is by stepping into it ourselves. So this is really the first one I want to share here with all of you. And this applies to all areas in your life, not just relationships. Be the thing that you want to see. I'll give another quick example here, and then I'll get to the next uh, the next belief, the next that next belief that changed my world. Let's say that you are wanting to bring in more abundance, more abundance maybe in your work, maybe in your maybe in your in your in your in your life in terms of things, in terms of money, in terms of you know maybe you want a new car, maybe you all these beautiful things that we deserve to manifest. When we apply this belief of being what I want to see, how we can apply this to the 3D things we wish to manifest is by focusing in on the feeling underneath it. What am I getting at here? So let's use the example of, let's say you're trying to manifest a new home. How we can apply this belief of being what you want to see is you can ask yourself the question, what will that home allow me to feel? What will that 3D house, that 3D apartment, that 3D, whatever it is, villa, what will it ultimately cultivate in me? When I ask myself that question, I have feelings of safety, feelings of support, feelings of security, feelings of joy. So how am I, how am I applying this belief? What you now can do is not just visualize that home, visualize that house, visualize that thing that you want to manifest. You can feel the feelings connected to it. You can be what you want to see. So another powerful example that I would recommend you apply to this beautiful belief that will change your world. All right, let's keep going. Uh, welcome, Marlon. Welcome, Tina. Welcome, Camilla. I see you there. Welcome, Maggie. Beautiful beings. If you uh, have questions today, if you have comments on this podcast that I'm doing, please add it in. I'd love to add your voice into this show as I keep going. Okay, next up, next 
belief that changed my world. This is a big one. I'm going to try and not speak about this one for too long because <laughs> uh, I can make a whole show just around this belief. And this is, this is a belief slash a question that you, that you can apply to your world. And it's very simple. It is, how does this make me feel? How does this make me feel? Right, And I was talking about it very briefly a second ago with the manifesting, but I want to go deeper into this, into this very simple story, belief, question that we can p- apply to our inner world. How does this make me feel? I'm going to share a story here. I grew up as a little boy, and I think most of you listening might know this. For the new listeners, this is new to you. I grew up as a little boy that suppressed a lot of his emotions, suppressed a lot of his feelings. And because of that, I looked outside of myself for a lot of things to fill that hole. And long story cut short, how I came back to that sensitive, emotional little boy is I asked myself this question. I asked myself this question, how does this make me feel? But I didn't just ask it randomly. I didn't just ask it you know, in a state of stasis. I applied this question to all of the different interactions I had without my life, right? So, for example, if I, when I was making choices to change my career and shift into what I'm doing now, this was a belief slash question that I applied. How does this choice that is seemingly scary to the mind, is seemingly unrealistic to people outside of me, is seemingly not desirable from many different angles. How does this choice that I'm about to make make me feel? The reason that this is powerful, there's many reasons, but I'm just going to highlight one here. When we tune into our feeling body behind any choice, any action that we make in our lives, we are now inviting our spirit to speak. Okay, and I want to go into this a little deeper here. While we are not our emotions, we are not our feelings, right? When we we look to be mindful of things, we want to not become our emotions, not become our feelings. We want to allow them to move through us. What they are is communication. Communication from what? Your body. But let's go deeper. In my experience, the spirit that animates the body. So when we ask this question, how does this make me feel? Within our reality, we are inviting our spiritual essence to communicate. And when we allow this extra layer of communication We're inviting in our power. But I'll share another example here. And Tina, you're so right, my friend. It's all about the feelings. I'll give another example here. When you ask this question and center yourself within this belief that your feelings are important, you access the power that is you. I lived a big portion of my childhood, adolescence, feeling that my main higher power was something outside of me, whether it was a God on a cloud, 
whether it was an education system, whether it was the government, whether it was, you know, insert external power. I fell under the illusion that my higher power was something external. When we ask this question, how does this make me feel? And we allow the communication to move through us. We are opening to our inner power. We are opening to our inner wisdom. We are opening to our inner intuition. Okay, I'll leave that one there. Happy that resonates with everyone. Okay, let's keep flowing. Next up, next belief here that changed my world. So this is actually a, this is a negative belief that I caught. Remember, I'm, I'm not just sharing positive beliefs today. I'm sharing negative beliefs that I caught and released and alchemized that you can also do too, right? So this next one is a negative one. And it is the belief that you are not understood slash you are crazy. <laughs> you are not understood slash you are crazy. And while this belief, we could obviously apply to many things that we are doing in our human story. I'm going to apply it specifically because I think this will relate to a lot of you listening. I'm going to relate it specifically to the awakening process the spiritual awakening process and the things that happen that are beyond, beyond I'll, I'll describe it as 3D comprehension. So you are not understood and you are crazy. This belief, I'll start by innately letting you know that it's not real, that it's an illusion. But obviously that might be hard to hear if you're already in it. So let's Go deeper into it. I'll use me as an example. As a little boy, I had not just a lot of emotions and feelings, but I also had a lot of sensitivities, I had a lot of gifts, I had a lot of uh, awareness. A lot of you I know can relate to this. After I went through my period of suppressing all of that and started opening up again, there was a stage where I started expressing some of my abilities, started expressing some of my intuitive insights, started expressing some of my, let's just call them extra sensory, extra sensory awareness. And these stories were placed. You are crazy. This, whatever you're experiencing, it's not, I don't understand it. You're not understood. And while this obviously brought a lot of pain, brought a lot of separation, brought a lot of loneliness, brought a lot of confusion. It wasn't until I surrendered through it <clears throat> and allowed myself to release this belief that people came into my world and not just any kinds of people, coaches, mentors, <clears throat> guides, teachers, coach uh, like other kinds of <clears throat> professionals that helped me see what my gifts were showing me. So I share this not just to highlight my individual path, but to show you that not only are you not understood, like is that a is that a false reality? Not only are you not crazy. But there are actually people out there that can guide you, 
there are actually people out there that have been through what you have been through that know what these gifts are that guide you, that can support you, right? This is a big reason I do what I do in my world right now is to help lost souls you know, awaken those gifts and be in those gifts in a, in a quote, quote unquote normal way, in an acceptable for them way. So it's, so this illusion of you're not understood and you are crazy, in my experience, is the first place to begin in your awakening path, is the first thing to drop. Because just because you are, you seem, appear crazy, you seem, appear something that is not understood within your current ecosystem of friends, family, lovers, doesn't mean it's, it's the deeper truth, doesn't mean it's the deeper reality. And all of you listening to this podcast or in the Facebook group, you can, you can subscribe to that, right? Trin, I'm just reading your comment. Very true. Our feelings connected to our intuition tells us the truth when observed from an inner awareness perspective. Yeah. And, you know, this goes back to the, the extra belief that I just shared before around your feelings. When you hold this belief of you're not understood slash you are crazy, when you allow your feelings and your intuition to come in in that moment, does it say those things? Does your intuition say you are crazy? Does your intuition say you are something that is not understood? When I allowed my intuition to flow within that situation, the answer was no. There was grace. There was bliss. There was calmness. There was peace. Okay, so I'm going to move on from this one, but this is one of the first negative beliefs that we can all drop. I want to welcome all the beautiful people joining. Nez, I see you there. Uh, Sam, welcome, my friend. Thank you for joining the Facebook Live. If you have comments and questions today within this chat, please drop them in. I'd love to add in your voice. Okay, so the next, the next belief that changed my world is, oh, and this is a big one. So this is another... This was another sort of negative belief that I shifted into a positive one. Okay. And it is the belief that if the world does not see me, I can see me. If the world does not see me, I can see me. And let me explain what I mean by this. Again, during the awakening process, I'll just speak for myself. There's a lot of loneliness that comes up. There's a lot of awakening to your beautiful gifts and abilities. And like the belief I just spoke about a second ago, you feel different. You feel different to your potential herd and group around you. And one of the symptoms of that is you don't feel seen. You don't feel like anyone outside of you sees the real you. And what I mean by the real you, I mean the beautiful spiritual being having a human experience that is now starting to awaken. So this belief we can now apply to this experience. If the world does not see me, i.e. my current friendship group, my current you know, family dynamics, my current maybe romantic partnerships, if they do not see the real me that I am awakening to, then I can see me. Until the world changes, 
until your external dynamics shift into a way that you deserve to have them. Until that happens, please know, and I say this as someone who is constantly living in this belief himself, that the light that you give yourself is enough. The light and the love and the attention you give yourself is enough. And when I say is enough, that does not mean you don't deserve more. It does not mean you don't deserve that beautiful, maybe spiritual partnership. It doesn't mean you don't deserve that beautiful group of spiritual friends in that tribe. But what it does mean is that your cup internally can be refilled with your light until that changes, until that shifts. So the next time that you don't feel seen, for whatever reason, you can apply this belief. Right, it's the famous, the famous Rumi quote that I, you know, I have many famous, I have many Rumi quotes that I love, and this one comes to mind, is that you have more love inside of you than you could ever imagine. And you can apply that love to being seen. All right, let's keep that flowing. The next up, next belief here is, and this is a, again, another negative one that we can learn to release and let go of. It is the belief of, I need those things to be enough. I need those things to be enough. So I'm going to go back to my story here to give examples of this belief. And obviously, again, this is a big belief that we can apply in many different ways, but I'm going to specifically apply it to the awakening process and my journey so it's relatable to you. As a little boy that was taught and educated that his higher power, something outside of him, I created a reality of a seeking of enoughness externally, a seeking of worthiness, of value externally. Fast forward into my teenage years, this applied, this, this shifted into alcohol, drugs, women, experiences and at the root of it one of the roots of it was this belief i need those things to be enough i need to do the thing i need to get the person i need to feel the feeling and then i can be enough and it would be easy for me to say in this moment that's an illusion because it is but let me go deeper we can remember that our power, our truth, our source of, let's call it divinity, is internal, is inside of us, then what we can start to remember is that that source of power is abundant. That source of power is unbounded. That source of power has no limits. 
that source of power is unconditional in its nature. What does all of that mean? It means many things, but in application to this belief, it means you are already enough. You already are the thing that you seek externally. Okay, and again, going back to the example I gave before, this doesn't mean you can't have more, right? You can't have that relationship. You can't have that experience. You can't have that whatever the thing you're looking to get. But you realize, and again, remember, that you are stepping into that thing or stepping into that desire from a place of enoughness, from an, a full slash over-spilling cup rather than a cup that needs to be filled from an outside source. So this is very intrinsic. And we can start to apply this when we see ourselves, and I'll get super practical, right? I went very out into the cosmos there, but now let's get 3D and practical. We can apply, if this, if this belief is impacting our world, we can see it within the common addictions that we all have, right? For me, it was porn. For me, it was alcohol. For me, it was certain kinds of other experiences, right? For you, it might be many other things, but you can look for the excess you can look for the activities that you're losing yourself in the excess of, and you can ask yourself, do I need this thing to be enough? All right. Let's keep it moving. Next up here. Next belief that changed my world is, and this is a positive one now. Okay, so I've been speaking about a few negative ones that I've released, that you can release. And now this is a positive one that I would highly recommend you take on to help you shift your reality. The belief is, I can feel all the feelings and it's okay. I can feel all the feelings and it's okay. So again, I'm going to, Use me as an example for this one to highlight its importance and to give practical examples. As a little boy, as I explained earlier, I suppressed a lot of my feelings and emotions. As a teenager, and trigger warning here for all of you beautiful souls tuning in, I was, um, I was sexually abused. I share both these examples because in both instances, in both experiences, a core belief at the crux of them after, after the abuse in my teenage years and one of the reasons that I didn't feel the things in my childhood was because I had the limiting belief that if I felt all the feelings, I was broken. If I felt all the feelings, something would go wrong. If I felt all the feelings, I would be something that I shouldn't be. And I'm here to tell my little inner child, and I'm here to tell all of you listening, that not only will you be more than okay when you feel all the feelings around anything, it doesn't even have to be, I gave the example of abuse and trauma, but 
this is life in general. Trauma can be an example. When you feel the feelings, you are tapping into one of the reasons you are here. Not only is it okay, but when you feel the feelings, you are allowing the spiritual being that you are to have this 3D human experience. Let me explain what I mean by that. Let me ask you, and you can sit with this question, the beautiful slash most impactful experiences in your life, what do they all have in common? What do they all have a thread of? When I ask myself that question, is they have a thread of emotion. They have a thread of feeling, whether it be delight, whether it be pure bliss, joy, happiness, and even the negative, the negative experiences that helped you grow, right? Anger, shame, guilt. The thing that they all had in common is that they were drenched in emotion and feeling. That is not a coincidence. Your emotional reality slash your feeling reality, as I spoke about earlier, is how the spirit that you are gets to communicate through the 3D form gets to be in this soul school, this spirit school, to do the things, <clears throat> to feel the things, to learn the lessons. Right? This is so significant because what this helps us to see is <laughs> it's more than okay to feel the feelings. It's more than okay to give yourself permission. I, I call this holding the child to hold yourself in whatever the emotional reality is in the moment, to hold yourself in whatever the feelings are that need to be felt, to hold yourself in the release of the emotion, the emotional reality of the moment. And in 99% of the cases, if you do that, if you can allow that, if you can accept that, if you can surrender into that, there is, a, there is something there for you. There is a lesson. There is a beautiful experience to be had. There is expansion. There is a potential letting go of something that's no longer serving you. All right, let's keep it flowing. Next up here, next belief that changed my world. And this is another beautifully loving and positive one. And uh, I speak this one to all of the beautiful light workers out there. Michael, I'm just reading your comment in the Facebook chat. Today's talk about belief is helping me to explore and find deeper meaning and deeper understanding of I am enough. Thank you. You're welcome, Michael. Thank you for that beautiful comment. So, Next belief here, again, this is for all the light workers, all the, all the beautiful awakening beings that are stepping into purpose and passion and uh, service in the world. As I know many of you in the Facebook group and many of you who listen to this podcast, this is you. So this belief applies to you directly. And it is the belief that helping others with their energy, in helping others with their energy, 
I can become the alchemist. Helping others with their energy, I can become the alchemist. What do I mean by this? So, as I'm sure all of you tuning in have had some kind of experience with, you know what it feels like to take on other people's shit, to take on other people's energetic reality, to take on other people's, as I've spoken about today, either their beliefs, their negative beliefs, and or their emotions, right? Their, the energy that they're expressing. Right? I've lost count the amount of people I've talked to that have explained the need to put up energetic parameters, right? To cut cords, to cleanse. These are all things that we need to be aware of, and these are tools that you can apply. That's not what I'm getting at here. I'm actually going a little bit deeper. When you start to awaken the power that is you, in some of the ways I've actually talked about today, you remember that your potential for change is unbounded, is unlimited, is, is infinite in its creative capacity. What am I getting at here? Let's use the example of you've walked into a room, you have a friend, and that friend automatically starts expressing their emotions with you, starts projecting maybe some of their limiting beliefs and their thought forms onto you, and you feel it. You, you're automatically, your energy is, you feel it start to go down a little bit because you feel it being projected onto you. In this instance, there's a couple of options that we have. The one that most are familiar with that I recommend in certain instance, instances is obviously stepping back, putting up your boundaries and being mindful of your energetic capacity in that moment. But the option I would encourage you to open to, especially if this person is someone that you love very dearly, a friend, family member, intimate partner, etc., is remembering that if you have the bandwidth in that moment, if you have awakened to the point where your light is more your light is more light than heavy, right? Your light is more expansive than heavy due to your own part in the journey, right? This is no judgment. We're just at different stages. If you're at the point where you can handle that in the moment, you open to the second choice here. And this is the belief that I'm getting at. You can become the alchemist. You can take that energy, that negativity, that dense frequency of emotion, guilt, shame, maybe anger, maybe you know, apathy, whatever it is, and you can alchemize it back into light. You can support that person and support you in that moment and alchemize that frequency, that energy. Another example, just to highlight this, a lot of you listening have worked with spirits and, and negative entities that, that come in in certain environments. So now I'm talking about not human people, but I'm talking about spirits that are in the ethereal realm that come into your certain environments. Right? There's a lot of conversation around, you know, we must protect ourselves. We must, we must expel the negative spirits. We must, you know, condemn them. I'm not of this belief. 
Again, obviously, we need to protect ourselves. We need to be mindful of our energy reservoirs. But if there is a spirit or negative non-3D energy coming into our world, do we want to meet it with fear, pressure, resistance, pushing away? Or do we want to meet it with our loving light? Do we want to open our heart and help it alchemize and transform into something higher? This is what I'm getting at. Right? This is what being an alchemist with energy is all about. This is what being a light worker is all about. What are you doing when you support people? Right? You're obviously doing a lot of 3D things if you're working with the body as an example, but on an energetic level, you're helping them alchemize shadow back into light. And we all have this ability. And this is the belief that we can start to hold. Yes. Happy it's resonating. Some beautiful comments coming through in the chat. Uh, Marlon, thank you. So much beautiful insights. You helped me to understand my inner self. You're so welcome, my friend. Uh, Trin, you're saying, yes, We, when we are able to transform pain into strength, it is pure care, honesty, and love. It will activate and release and help in healing. It's true alchemy. Yeah. Got it, my friend. Beautifully said. Okay. I am going to end. I'm going to do one more belief here before we finish. And I have so many more. So this is, I'm going to do a part two of this. And it's resonating with all of you. So I'm happy it's bringing a lot of guidance. And uh, welcome, Jackie, for joining. I see you there in the Facebook group. So the last belief here today that changed my world. And um, again, this is another belief that I could probably do a whole episode on, but I'll try and keep it short. And if you, if any of you are reading my book, this is a big theme in my book that I released. The belief is a positive one, and it is the belief that my unique love is needed. My unique love is needed. What do I mean by this? You, who is live in this Facebook group or listening to this podcast, you are simultaneously a part of the oneness, a part of the allness, a part of God, a part of the divine, part of source, whatever you want to call it. You are simultaneously an equal part of that oneness and a unique expression. Right? The image that always comes to mind when I explain this is the puzzle, right? the jigsaw puzzle. You are one of those individual pieces that is a part of the allness, the oneness, right? An equal part, but you have your little unique individual outline. This is the belief I encourage you to go deeper into. And there are many ways that we can apply this, but the one I really want to highlight is helping you to remember. Whenever we are trying to be something that we're not, we are stopping this uniqueness from coming through. 
Whenever we are trying to be something that we're not, we are stopping this uniqueness, this unique love frequency that we are from coming through. What do I mean by this? I grew up, I'll use me as an example, grew up as a little boy, right again, this is the theme here today. I grew up as a little boy that again was externalizing himself, that was trying to be, as just one example, a man that didn't express his feelings, a man that didn't express his sensitivities, a man that suppressed and pushed all that down because I thought that's what a man should be. I thought that's what a man should be based off external educators, external media, external uh, school system, external, etc. In that example, in each of those moments where I was making the choice to be the type of man that I thought I should be, in each of those moments, I was stopping my unique love from being expressed. So each of these outside perceptions, I would classify as a mask, as a persona, as a archetype that we feel like we need to become and step into. So the question for you is, what is the current mask that you are wearing that is stopping that unique love from being expressed? And I'll give you a hint. If it feels heavy, if it feels like it's a lot of effort, if it feels like you're forcing something, if it feels like you're pushing something, that's a good place to begin. Because you don't need to do anything to be this unique love. You don't need to become anything. You don't need to do a thing to express this uniqueness. It is less doing and more being, more allowing, more accepting, more surrendering. Right? I know these are very general words here, but I don't want you to take the word. I want you to apply the feeling behind them. And that is how we get to that unique love that we are. We start moving through all of the layers that we have unconsciously been making a choice to keep on. It's a big one. I just want to read Sam's beautiful comment. Sam says, when we stop judging ourselves for all the contrasts that make us human, we free ourselves from the bounds which hold us back from reaching our truth. Our truth is love. We are love. Love does not judge. It has no conditions, limits, or fears. It is freedom. Love is warm and always giving. Give this to yourself and that is enough. The rest will come to you in the most beautiful way. Could not have said it better myself, Sam. Thank you for adding that in. And I'll just say this, because I think that's a beautiful way to wrap this episode up today. Within all of these beliefs that I've talked about, both the positive and the negative, these stories and the choice we make to live within the belief system, if we wish to go deeper into the positive belief or we wish to release the negative belief, 
the answer to both of those is love. What do I mean by that? If I want to release the negative belief of I'm crazy or I'm not understood, the only way to do that is to drop into my heart and see the bigger reality, the bigger reality where I am understood. I'm not crazy. I'm beautiful. If I want to emphasize that I can feel all the feelings, the belief that I can feel all the feelings and it's okay, how I expand that belief is what? Opening to the more love of what I am so those feelings can be expressed. So I'll leave you all today with this prompt. Right? How can you use love in your unique way to release a negative belief or to enhance a positive belief to change your world? And let me know how you go. I send you love, beautiful beings. I send you light. Thank you for joining the live in the Facebook group today. All the beautiful souls. I saw all of your comments coming through. I really appreciate you and happy this resonated. If you listened on the podcast, I hope it hit your heart. If it did, please share this out with a lover, a friend, a family member that you think it can support and give insight to. I always appreciate your feedback and comments. So please head over to Apple, Spotify, leave it in your reviews. That also helps the show, helps me do this more often. But regardless, I send you love. I send you so much passion and purpose from my heart. Until next time here on the show, I'll see you again very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gain value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify star feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric.
Electric Acid. Electric Acid.